And welcome to the Malthouse Games Podcast. My name is Delton. I'll be your host today. And with me, as usual, is my lovely wife and yellow player, Haley. How'd you know it was me? I can see you. But they can't see me. Dun, dun. We are a podcast all about board games, tabletop games, role-playing games, things of that sort. And usually we like to review an adult beverage of some sort. But you know what? Today's episode is a very special Christmas episode, a holiday episode, if you will. And so we decided to review something that I feel like a lot of us remember from our childhood and should still be enjoying as an adult. We should say this is episode number 160 of the Malthouse Games podcast. Poured a little heavy there on your non-alcoholic beverage there, Delty Poo. So for today's episode, we are having the Aldi knockoff version of the Welch's sparkling non-alcoholic red grape juice cocktail and so this one is nature's nectar it has no uh, corn syrup it has no artificial colors apparently it has carbonated water grape juice sugar and citric acid for tartness but you know what else it has foil gallons of nostalgia because i used to get this with my sister my mom would buy us one bottle to share every christmas and new year's and I don't know if this modeled healthy drinking in our family because Riley and I would finish an entire bottle every evening we got it. But still to this day, I could I don't really drink a lot of soda. I could go without beer, but you put one of these in front of me and I can finish the entire thing in one setting. I love this stuff. That's why all that's left is like two ounces because I finished almost all <laughs> of it in one sitting. It's just sweet, sparkling grape juice. You can't go wrong. It's definitely gone flat since this opened was open last week. Is that right? I think so. I think that's when we got it. But you know what? It still tastes delicious. What do you taste in this fruity beverage, Delty? Did you ever used to make homemade grape popsicles and you would suck the juice out of the popsicle and turn it white? Absolutely, I did. That's what this tastes like. Absolutely, it does. Like, just to, to a T, it is just classic grape juice. Well, it is literally grape juice. Juice from a grape is the ingredient in this. I don't yep. know if the Welch's one is this pure, but Aldi does right. Does right by us. So far, so good, at least. And so we decided to have this drink today because we are going to be talking about, uh, spoiler alert, games for different age ranges in today's episode. But before we get into the topic, Delta, what have we been up to these last couple of weeks? And also because this episode releases on Christmas Eve, for those of you who celebrate Christmas. No. Wait, yeah, Christmas Eve. I thought it was Christmas Day. No, Christmas Day is on Monday. You're right. Yes, which means a very early happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates that or doesn't. It's holiday season, and if not, happy Yule. Happy Yule, happy New Year, and a happy Hanukkah who, to those who celebrated this last week. That's true. Hanukkah ended Thursday, yep. I think so. I already finished my juice. So for what we've been doing, we went hiking at Keystone Ancient Forest for Haley for her birthday with some friends. No, it wasn't for my birthday. It's just because you love me. Delton loves me so much he sacrificed his That's only true. free Sunday to go wandering with me in the forest an hour and a half away from our house. Yep, so I had to drive three hours that day and hike for three hours that day. Nine hours later that but day. It was worth it. It was. I got home and died. You did. So we got to do that last Sunday. And this last week was actually my sister's 30th birthday. And so we got the opportunity to celebrate with her. We did. It started 
by her coming up and us going to eat at a place in Oklahoma City called JK by Chef King. It is a, uh, I want to say it's mostly Asian cuisine, but it is a restaurant that is, uh, the inside is very gaudy. It's very Instagram. It's very like, hey, I'm going to Instagram this with my fancy drink that they have a smoke bubble on top of that you pop and the smoke goes everywhere. It's a really cool place, though, and I think the food was actually very good. I wasn't sure what to expect, but man, their tempura vegetables with whatever seasoning was on the tempura, oh, so good. Yes, the food definitely kept up with the pageantry because it looked beautiful, and I saw a lot of people post on Instagram and TikTok, and they're, like Delton said, they're fancy. it was definitely for a fancy dress party. This place was made. As but. I wore the most non-fancy outfit. <laughs> that's okay. We're all dressed like realtors because we're over the age of 30, and that's what we dress like when we go out and on town. We dress like realtors. That's because the style of the young kids isn't any fun, and the style of the old people also isn't any fun. And so we have our own style that's also not any fun, but it's what we have. But it's warm. <laughs> yes. And so we did that, and then we went to a comedy show later that night. We saw Kyle Kinane. Our favorite. Our favorite. And then... We asked Riley, you know, what do you want to do for your birthday? You know, we can hang around Oklahoma City. We can go cavorting around. We can take a short trip to Vegas. We can, you know, drive down to Dallas and see a Dallas Stars game. What do you want to do? And she's like, I want an entire coconut cream pie from Othello's, and I want to watch all the Lord of the Rings. And so, you know what? That was manifested. So we spent all weekend watching the Lord of the Rings extended editions. I ordered the 4K box set that they released in like 2021. That way I would have the utmost quality for our watching. Yes, exactly. He bought that for Riley's sake, I'm sure. Yep, 100%. That's why I kept it when she left. Uh, But it was so great to go back through those movies again and watch them all because they're just fantastic and I love them and they're just nice and cozy and I like them. So it was nice to sit there through... What is it? Three, three, four, math, almost 11, a little over 11 hours of movie watching, not including the fact we also watched Midsummer. Yes, I think Riley got through about two pounds of her five pound pie. She got through like almost half of that pie. I'm not kidding. This was like a five pound pie. It was piled high with coconut cream. It's like a cheesecake coconut cream almost. But if you measure it in the middle, it's about five or six inches tall. This pie. Othello's coconut cream pie was the only coconut cream pie that could come close to grandma's, and it's just fantastic. It's highly, 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 highly worth getting if you're ever in town. Yes, and so we had a great time with Riley, and being that we're vegan, she actually got the whole pie to herself, and she and my niece Lakin are actually coming up tomorrow because we're taking Lakin to her first pro wrestling show. Yes, we're taking her to AEW Dynamite and a recording of Rampage immediately after. It the uh, it's at the Paycom Center downtown. It's finally AEW's debut in Oklahoma City, and I'm very stoked to get to drive 20 to 25 minutes downtown to watch the show rather than driving to Dallas or you know Wichita for two hours or wherever. It's nice that they're finally coming through, and hopefully, it sells well enough that they can think about coming back. I hope so because we've been waiting for what three years. Yeah three years to see them. And so I think it'll be worth the wait. I'm incredibly excited, but also really ready for Lakin to see her first show. She is in love with Darby Allen and Sky Blue. Was it Sky Blue or Red Velvet? I thought it was Sky Blue. Oh, I thought it was Red Velvet. Oh. Maybe both. Maybe both. Why not both? She is in love with colors and skeletons like most six-year-olds are. That makes sense. 
But those were what the things that we did, and those are the things we have coming up, aside from, of course, our regular holiday shenanigans. But speaking of holiday shenanigans, we have to make sure to take some games. Hey, what can I get you? I'd like a topic. Any special way? Make it a top shelf topic. Coming up. Enjoy. So we're not actually reviewing any game this episode. We are just going to talk about what games we feel like are good games to bring to Christmas. But we are going to categorize this based on the uh, regularly scheduled programming of the average Christmas night. Because, at least in our experience, at the beginning of the night or the day, you're going to have all ages. You're going to have the kids running around being hood rats. Grandma and Grandpa are still awake. But then there comes a certain time in the evening whenever the kids go to bed. But you might not have uh, the night to yourself yet. Maybe the older adults are still awake, your mom, your dad, your grandma and grandpa. And then there comes the time of the night, maybe about 10 o'clock or so, when it's just you and the cousins. And so we have broken up our Christmas night into three parts. And with that, we have three sets of games to talk about for each of those parts. We do. So to kick this off, when you first arrive and have dinner at some kind of family celebration or holiday celebration, generally there is some sort of young child around or uh, some sort of person that's under the age of 18 to 21. With them, you want to play something that's simpler that can keep them and everyone else engaged and having a good time. And of course, we're targeting more like around 10 years old and younger for us in the way we're describing this. But you want games that work with that group. The first game on the list for when the kids are awake is chicken versus hot dog. And so this cannot be called the dildo game yet, not until after 10 o'clock. Correct. But this game is from Big Potato Games. I highly recommend you look it up if you have not heard of Chicken vs. Hot Dog. You take what is essentially, they look like two sex toys with suction cup bases. And you know how there's this thing that the kids do with a water bottle that's got a little water in it and you have to flip it and make it land up on the table? You're doing that with these suction cup based dildos. You've got cards where you basically say, I'm going to bid to try to do this trick and beat you to it and stuff like that. And you're flipping them and it's just ridiculously fun. I just want to say, it is not actually a dildo game. Correct. You can play this around children. It is, Correct. It is made for children all the way up to adults. It is a big potato game. Yes. Therefore, it is family friendly. Correct. Just, if you're, if you're a certain age, then I feel like you're going to look at this and you're like, mm, I know what that looks like. It makes it a lot funnier for adults. Like, a kid is just going to find it fun and funny. An adult is going to find it fun and funny and also funny. You know what I mean? I mean, especially for you, because the last time we played this game, you got a hickey on your forehead. We didn't even play it. We just played with the things, sticking them <laughs> to the desk, and then I stuck one on my forehead and took yes. pictures. You and Alan were playing with your things, sticking them on the desk. Yeah, my our, our hot dog and our chicken. <laughs> and then I tried to pull it off my forehead by just yanking rather than p- doing it the right way, and I gave myself a forehead bruise hickey thing for like two weeks. It was like a two-inch in diameter hickey on the middle, the middle of his forehead. Right in the center of my forehead, because I'm a genius. That is what you're missing when you don't come to BGG Con. You're missing me taking this not-a-dildo, still-a-dildo kind of toy and sticking it in the middle of my forehead. Yeah, Ben, come. Come on, Ben. Come, come on. hang out. You know you want to be part of this. Uh, but anyway, no, for real, though, Chicken vs. Hot Dog is hilarious. It looks goofy, and at a certain age, you're going to go, mm, did they mean to do this? Yes, they did. Yes, it's, they did. It's hilarious, and it's actually more difficult than you think, and it's just fun, and it you'll everybody will just be having a good time. Yeah, I think this is one of those games that the kids are going to win because, again, like Delt said, the kids are into this water bottle flipping. I yeah. am not. I am a millennial and older. You're going to suck at this game, but you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. 
The other game we put on here, which we've talked about, I think, in the past, is Happy Salmon. Do you want to stand around in a circle shouting things at other people for about a minute and a half? Then play Happy Salmon, because it's worth it, and it's so much fun every time. And all the kids will love it. Yes, kids will love it, adults will get it. Happy Salmon, if you don't know, you have some cards in your hand. You look at your card, and if it says high five, you have to say high five, and hold your hand up and say high five, high five. If somebody else has the high five, they will also be saying high five, high five. Then you will high five, and you can get rid of that card and move to the next one, which could be Fish Bump, which is like a fist bump. Happy Salmon. And Switch Places, I think? Yeah, Switch Places. And you just do that and try to run out of cards faster than everyone else. It's so much fun. It goes by super quickly. There's a variation where there's no speaking involved. It uh, Again, highly recommend. Yes, and you can play it with multiple people. I think my sister said she played it with like 10 kids once yeah. for one of the kids' birthday parties. That's a lot, but it would be ridiculous. And feasible. The last one for the kids list we have, which we have talked about for sure, is Nice Buns. Nice Buns is the, I'm going to roll some dice, split them into two things, and then you're going to choose one, and I take what you didn't choose, and we try to make sets of dice. It's fun. It's easy. In our episode about Nice Buns, whenever the heck that was. That was in March or April of 2022 we released that. There you go. Uh, Back then... We tell you all about how to appropriately age that game for younger people and for older people. It works out well. It's a fun game. Recommend. Also, Big Potato, again. Another Big Potato game. We did scale it down for a five-year-old. We did. And it worked successfully. And she beat us. She did. Without assistance. She was just trying to make a hamburger. That was it. Out of the buns because of the color. And so now it's about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. The kids are being told to go to bed or else Santa won't come to visit. But you know what, Grandma, Grandpa, your mom and dad, your uh, drunk great aunt are still hanging around and they are down to play some games. So with this crew, you still want things probably that are a little bit simpler. You want stuff that will engage them, but you need something maybe slightly less goofy than Chicken versus Hot Dog. And you might also want to play off Nostalgia. That's true. So the first one on the list here we have is Strike. We've talked about Strike. You got a dice in the center. You roll, throw a dice at it. It has to hit it. If they match, you pull them out. You keep your matches. If it doesn't match, you can go again or pass. And you do that until only one person has dice left over. It's always fun. It's always fast. It's never a bad game. I will play this game forever. Always fun. Always fast. We're playing chicken versus hot dog? Hey. Hey. The second game on this list is where Haley brought her nostalgia in. At the BGG Con online flea market. Well, what the heck did they call it? I think it was the... the... Yeah, online flea market. Not the bazaar. Not the bazaar. It was the flea market. There was a. There wasn't. It wasn't called online, but whatever. Anyway, virtual. The thank you. Virtual flea market for BGG Con. I picked up Gremlins Holiday Havoc. Is this a good game? No. Is it fun? Yes. Is it Gremlins? Yes. Which means it's a great game. It is essentially Gremlin themed, because why not? It's Gremlins. Gremlins takes place during Christmas, which I never think about ever. Until so Amazon has it listed under Christmas, yeah, and then I think it was Hulu that had it listed under Halloween. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Why not both? It's just like Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess so. Uh, but basically, this game is you are going to play a card from your deck fast in front of you, and if it's yellow, boom, it's yellow. You look around the table. Has anybody else got a yellow in front of them? If no, the next player gets to play a card down. You do that in a circle. If any time, let's say you still have that yellow, and the player after you plays a yellow. You both or anybody has to slap that yellow card and whoever slaps it gets to take the cards from underneath it. And you are trying to have the most cards or at least not trying to run out of cards. So at the end of the game, you either want to have the most 
or you want to be the last remaining. That's basically the game with the, some other small rules with little special cards, but it's a game where you're playing quickly and you're slapping stuff, and it's just fun, and gremlins are awesome, so it works. Absolutely. The last game we have on this one is Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips is one I picked up for Haley that we were shown uh, by Nick and Jennifer up in Portland. And Bag of Chips is a game where you get some cards and then some chips come out and you decide, hmm, am I going to be able to achieve this goal of having six blue but no purple kind of thing? I don't think there's blue chips in that game. But uh, that's the idea is at the end of this, is there going to be an equal number of orange and yellow? And you are going to just play out kind of that press your luck sort of style. It's super simple. It's easy. And we find it to be a great travel game. Absolutely. And it's also inconsequential, too, because the scoring is so ridiculous. Yes, it is. Some of the cards will give you zero. Some of them are instant wins. Some of them, give, some of them give you 100 points. And so if grandma doesn't get it automatically or your aunt is three alcoholic sparkling wines deep into the game, then it's going to be okay if they don't get it because they might still win, one, because there's a lot of luck involved, and two, if they don't win, then it doesn't really matter because rounds are really short. Yeah, so it is just okay completely if any of that happens because it's a fun game. And last, it's about 9.30, 10 o'clock, grandma's gone to bed, your aunt's been put to bed, your mom and dad have driven home, you're sitting around the table with your spouse and five to eight of your coolest cousins. You all are going to stay up for a couple more hours because the night is young and so are you. What are you going to play, Delty Poo? First on this list is one that we love and have talked about, Left Right Dilemma. You can ask serious questions and get funny answers or ask funny questions and get serious answers. That's what Left Right Dilemma is about. Would you rather have to spend an eternity with Yoda or Darth Vader? And those are the kind of questions. Would you rather pee behind a bush or in a, uh, I don't know, a urinal with no stall walls? I don't remember some of the. I don't remember some of the questions. So uh, I think a couple of them were like, "Would you rather listen to uh, an eternity of Lady Gaga or an eternity of Skrillex or something like that?" Yeah. So it's like inconsequential. They're fun. You might learn some things about your family. You could also throw out some cards too if you don't feel like they're family appropriate. But yep. it's a really fun game to play with the cousins. This is another one that we have covered on the podcast. If you want to hear more, uh, we actually really highly recommend this because you can cultivate the cards, take out the ones that are inappropriate or more adult, and make this a absolutely family-friendly, child-friendly game. I don't remember when this was, but we have done it. I think it's in our BGGCon 2022 episode. Yes, I think so, whenever we played it with Danny and Alan and Isaac. Yes. So the second one on the list is, by far of all of these, the most serious board game, board game of them all. However, it's a fantastic game that I highly recommend, and it is Soda Smugglers from Bitewing Games, designed by Reiner Knizia. Now, I know we've mentioned this one on the podcast a couple of times, but Dalton, how do you play? I got to pick this up at the Bazaar, very happily about it, with the, the uh, really nice Soda Cat pieces. But the way the game plays is, if you've played Sheriff of Nottingham, or any game like that, this is a, kind of along the same lines. You are trying to smuggle sodas across the border. You have cards handed to you. One of them is going to be a bribe to the Border Patrol officers. The other two are going to be what you're actually taking in your suitcase. You're going to play that out. Everyone reveals their bribes. The Whoever is playing the Border Guard at that time can choose to accept a bribe to investigate a suitcase and to arrest somebody, depending on the name uh, number of players. Uh, that changes how many of each of those things they get to do. 
And then you're going to get points based on what you smuggled, if your bribe was accepted, if they took a bribe. Everybody gets points based on different things, and you continue. The game is always fun. You can't play the same style the whole time. You can't just tell the truth. You can't just lie because you're going to be dealt a hand of cards that is going to dictate sometimes what you've got. And there's moments where you get a hand of cards where it's all one soda, which means you really don't have a choice but to tell the truth almost completely. Or sometimes you'll get three soda cards for your whole hand, which means you're going to have a big bribe and you're trying to take a lot of soda across the border. It's very fun. It's very good. And it's not too long of a game at all. Maybe 20 minutes with four or five people. Highly recommend that if you enjoy that style of, uh, you know, trying to kind of bribe or sneak things through to get more points rather than playing conservatively to get minimum points. You can also see which family members are on your side because every time I play this with Delton, he tries to arrest me. Yeah. He does not trust me as far as he can throw me. No. And the last game of the episode, the last game that you might break out after all the kids have gone to bed, after Grandma and Grandpa have gone to bed. What's the last game, Delty? Chicken versus hot dog. Again, this is appropriate for the kids as well as the adults, but how might it differ, Delt? Uh, it's whenever you can play it with the speed and ferocity that several drunken 21 to 35-year-olds can play it with, I think that's where this game will shine. Absolutely. And also, probably no phones allowed. Well, no, it won't get that crazy. Well, I guess it depends on which cousins are at the table. It depends on if Delton's going to get a hold of the hot dog and put it on his forehead again. Yeah, the no photos of the forehead hot dog, please. <laughs> Only one Frankenfurter on this forehead and no photos of it. I don't know. His name's Frank Inferter, I think, or something like that. I forget the hot dog. I forget the, the chicken's name. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Nah, it says in the booklet. I can't remember. But chicken versus hot dog, uh, it's just a great game to take home to the families because it's so goofy and fun. Chump the chicken. Chump the chicken and is it Frank Inferter or Frank Furter? I can't read that far. Okay. I think it's Frank Furter. That works for me. His name is Frank, but it's not. Now it is. Yes. But those are the games that we recommend taking home for the holidays uh, this year, at least. A lot of them are new to us this year, or at least ones that we now have in our possession, such as Chicken vs. Hot Dog and Soda Smugglers and Gremlins that we can take home and play with the fans. Let's get to the questions really quickly and then wrap this up. Like a gift. And now, join us. So the question today, aside from what you're giving me and I'm giving you for Christmas, because we do still celebrate gift giving, what is your favorite gift that you will be giving this holiday season? I am absolutely stoked to give your dad a Boston album. So Tammy and Larry Delton's parents have gotten a record player and they have been jamming every day, apparently. Well, like, the, the mom wanted the speaker system that I got you for your birthday. And so I sent her the links during Black Friday when it was all on sale. So they have been rocking and rolling and jiving and jamming. And Larry said that he really wants a Boston album. So we're going to get him a Boston album for Christmas. And I'm sure that's all we're going to listen to on Christmas Day now. Well, he used to listen to that. He loved the dueling lead guitars. He absolutely used to love that. And we talked about it back in the day. I just remember him always loving that sound and stuff. So I was like, that would be a perfect thing. Hopefully we can find one at Brady's. Uh, my favorite one I'm giving is probably going to be giving your sister that purple bunny. So we went, was it, it was like last Christmas or something, wasn't it? What did we go to? Last fall when we were with your sister and we went antique shopping in Clinton. Yes, last fall. We went antique shopping and she talked about wishing she could find this st stuffed purple bunny 
that was like the one that she had when she was a kid that she accidentally left in a hotel room when Haley and her family were doing some traveling. So I have spent a lot of this year trying to research and find this stupid rabbit based off only very vague details from her and what Haley can remember from her weird brain. It's like 25 years ago, and all I remember is the color, the pattern, and the bow. Yeah, and so I did a bunch of research, did a bunch of research, did a bunch of thinking about where they were geographically and which stores were around, and I finally found what Haley and her sister, I finally just told her sister what I'd been up to, I finally found what they are both 99% sure is the bunny from Kmart from like the late 80s in Kmart. Yes. And so I was able to order one on eBay, and it's now in the guest room as an early Christmas present tomorrow. Anxiously awaiting Riley to come over, and I am really excited for her to see it too. Like I said, I know that it was we, we kind of told Riley about it because Delton found the bunny, and I was like, I am 99% certain that is it. But before we dropped 40 bucks on a 40-year-old rabbit, we wanted to make sure it was the right one. And Riley started to tear up a bit. She says, I think that's it. And now that we've got it in, it's funny because the last time I remember seeing that rabbit, I was like seven years old. And, and so it was, I was like, huge. it was huge. And now I'm looking at it like, oh, that's small. And then it kind of hit me how long ago that was. But I think Delt yeah. did a great job. And he he's very, very kind and has a lot of patience. And so I think that's going to be the best gift we've given this year. As long as she cries, because that's always fun. Yes. Because your sister has only ever cried from one one gift from me and one gift from you and one time when I told her a nice thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. So anytime we can get her to cry with from happiness, that's always a win in our book. But I think that that's going to wrap up the episode so far. Uh, I'm sure we'll be revealing a few of the gifts we gave each other because I have some for Haley that I'm excited to give her. Ditto. Haley did give me one early already. I gave you three early already. Well, I gave you some early too. <laughs> but she got me the Lego Viking Village I've been wanting, so I'm very excited to build that. So that's going to be Delty's project, I think, after the holidays, is sit there and build his little, his little Viking village. Yeah, I've heard it's a fun build, so I'm excited for that. But before we get on out of here, I want to give a thank you to our amazing Patreon patrons, Alan, Jennifer, and Cliff. Thank you so much for backing at a level in which you get shouted out on the podcast. If you would like to be like them, or any of our other amazing patrons, head to patreon.com slash malthousegames. You can always find us on social media at malthousegames, M-A-L-T-H-A-U-S games. You can find Haley at S-Q-U-I-R-R-E-L-Y-G-E-K at Squirrely Geek. If there's a game you want us to talk about or a topic to cover or a question to answer on the show, send an email, contact at malthousegames.com. I hope everyone has a very happy holiday season. For us, it will be celebrating Christmas with the family, and we will be just getting to visit and hang out, and I'm very looking forward to having a three-day weekend into another three-day weekend, two days away, or two weeks away from a three-day weekend, because I feel like I need a break of like a month to do all the stuff I want to do and hobbies and play with all my presents. Yes, so Delton's going to have a lot of fun playtime whenever he gets home from Christmas. Yeah, I'm excited for it, but yes, hopefully everybody has a great time enjoying the holidays. We will be seeing you in the new year. Our first episode will be... I believe on the 1st? 31st? No, not the 30. No, not the 31st. This comes out December 24th. It'll be the 7th. The 7th. January 7th. So wow. yes, so we will see you all again January 7th. Hopefully we have some good stories of playing games in the holidays and see, letting you know how Chicken versus Hot Dog went over. Yes. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers and please pray that Delton doesn't get another hickey on his forehead. I won't, not on purpose, not by my own choosing. 
My brother, maybe, though. <laughs> maybe. But thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Malthouse Games Podcast. Until next time, sit back, relax, grab a drink, and play some games. We'll see you folks later. Goodbye. See you next year. Nah. <laughs>